No purple songs can fly? Welcome to our program, produced by the Children in Treatment at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. Our program is about great music made by some terrific young talents. Now, here are the hosts of Purple Songs Can Fly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Purple Songs Can Fly radio show on the Voice America Kids Network. We're coming to you from the 14th floor of Texas Children's Hospital. I'm Dominic Dabala. And I'm Emily Freeman. And today we're interviewing Dr. Fatih Mehmet Okju. Welcome to the studio. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a I'm pleasure. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so to get the ball rolling, um, I would just like to know where you were born. I was born in um, Turkey. Yeah. Which is uh, a country in in, in just um, the mi- in the Middle East. Mm. Um, p- big part of it is in Asia. Very small part of it is in Europe. So it's okay. in, in, in both continents. Right. I was born in the capital city of, of, of Turkey, which is Ankara. Uh huh. In 1965. All right. You grew up there as well. Yes, I grew up there. Um, I came to the United States in 1992. So until then, oh, okay. um, I let's make the math. I never th- thought about that before. So 65 yeah. till <laughs> 92. Okay. That's. 27. Yeah, okay. age, I, when I was 27, I came to the I came to Houston. I okay. see. I see. And were you a doctor before you came, or did you get your degree afterwards? I I, I went to medical school in Turkey. In Tur- okay. Um, but I did not practice there. Um, um, after I finished the medical school, mm-hmm. I did a, a, a small um, residency, some education, some okay. training in anatomy. Okay. And after that, I, I came here and and came to do pediatrics. Now okay. what? What sparked the interest? I mean, did you always know that you wanted to be a doctor, doctor or a doctor? Well, that's it's a good question. <laughs> um, it's it's so in Turkey, mm-hmm. you know, you make that decision a little earlier than here. So people okay. usually go to college here, you know, after high school, yeah, and then you have a bit more time to think about what do I want to do in my life, right? Yeah. So in, in, in Turkey, we have to make that decision, and that's still the case right after high school. Oh, and, okay. And I, you, you don't go to college. You just go either whatever profession you want to do. You mm. go to that school. You go to medical school. You go to law school. You go to engineering school. I see. Immediately and after high school. Okay. So I made that decision when I was um, quite young, and it was not a very purposeful decision, to be honest with you. I didn't... Mm. I don't... You, you just don't think about it. So what your friends do, mm. you just... Right did that. You can call it a little bit peer pressure. Yeah. And my family also wanted me to be a um, doctor so bad. Oh, I think I my see. father always wanted to be a doctor and just he just worked on me for you know for a long oh, time. Oh, I see. And then it did work out. Mm. Well, I'm glad it worked out. And you sound like you make a good doctor. <laughs> you treated Emily. I'm, I'm I'm doctor. <laughs> You're a doctor. Right? Yes, you did a good job. <laughs> well, you can tell I, 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 at least I, I really like my job. I love my job. That's great. That's great. <laughs> and what were some of your influences? I mean, was there anybody that is like, yes, I want to be like them? or When I was growing up? When you were yes. growing up or, you know, going to school or whatever. To get into 
the, my last you know, training, when I decided to become a cancer specialist to, to treat cancer in children, I had some influences that I you know remember in terms of people whom I worked with during mm. my training, um, and and they were um, you know a couple of doctors you know who mm. has been doing this for a while, right. um, and that, that um, if you want names you know doctor you know David Tubergen, mm. Mark Roberts, Archie Belier. Um, Beverly Rainey. Mm. They, 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 these were individuals. I, 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 I did not get my training here. These are people from the UT system, from MD Anderson. Oh, I see. And, I see. And, and and they were. I mean, they they were they were a, a part of my um, decision um, to, to to go into um, um, cancer. How many hospitals have you worked in? So I've worked at M. M so I did my training at Herman Hospital. Okay. And 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 after that I did my uh, another you know piece of training. So I did my residency in mm-hmm. pediatrics, where you become a general pediatrician. Right. Um, that was um, at Herman Hospital. Okay. And after that I did my fellowship to become a oncologist, pediatric oncologist at yeah. MD Anderson. Okay. I worked there for about three years, and and, and after after I finished my training. Then I came here in 2001 okay. to Texas Children's, and since then I've been here. Awesome, awesome. Okay. How many languages do you speak? You speak English. I can do tell speak, very well. well, some people say I speak English, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I speak my native language, uh, Turkish. Turkish. Okay. Yes, and, and that's it. I mean, I can understand some Spanish, you know, un okay. poquito Spanish. But right. When d- did you learn English after you came here or before? How long did you study it? So I was one of the lucky... Um, teenagers as I'm growing up. So there are um, four um, schools that were established by the missionaries in the, in mm. the late 1800s right. in Turkey um, with, with which are now part of the mainstream curricu- curriculum. Uh. They, they're part of the health uh, ministry of um, education yes. and their curriculum is in English. Oh. So um, when, when and, and they're full middle and high school together mm. there are four of them so I was lucky to get into um, one of those uh, with and so, so you were speaking English back at your home country in school yeah that, that, that's and, uh. and, and, and so the whole curriculum everything is in English so you learn really I, I just so you could speak it before I'm you came sure. here oh well. yeah yeah, okay. yeah. When, I fi- when I finished high school I was fluent, fluent. I mean, awesome. when I finished middle, middle school I was quite fluent, fluent. Uh, okay <laughs> okay well that helps definitely can you tell us a little bit more about your home country Turkey yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's it like being over there? The climate? Anything you want to tell us? Sure. I mean, obviously sure. here in Houston, it's uh, nice and warm. <laughs> it's hot over here. Huge understatement. So it's it's a beautiful country. Mm. Yeah. So the size is so Texas is is about two thirds of the size of my country. Okay. So it's pretty big. Right. And it's 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 three sides is surrounded by water. So. Right. South, there's the Mediterranean, Mediterranean. Sea, yes. and then to, to, to the west, west, there's Aegean Sea, which is an extension right. of the Mediterranean Sea, right. and, and the then to the north, sea. there's the Black Sea. Okay. Yeah. Well, someone's it. geography is pretty good. <laughs> right. okay. uh-huh. I, I'm at least, know where, I at least know where Turkey is. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, yes and this, and this, and this. <laughs> <laughs> and the seas around it. So, okay. so and, and it's about um, where you know, Turkey is. So, Houston is about where Egypt is. So, it's okay. you can say... Maybe the, the whole country oh. is somewhere between New York and at, at north of Atlanta, north of okay. Georgia. So okay. it's a little bit north, you know, in the in the hemisphere right. compared to where where Texas is. I it's see. Um, 
east side is very mountainous. Mm. The, the the and and the west side is it's actually so pretty that the mm. whole coast there are a bunch of mountains that oh. end at the sea. Oh wow! And they're all green, and the 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 the, the sea is turquoise blue. Oh. It's it's beautiful. So. To, 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 and there's a lot of history there. I don't know mm. if you um, guys know um, um, much about it. it, it, it it's it's the, one of the earliest civilizations, um, yeah, you know, right. thousand years yes. ago, was found in, in, in Turkey. Okay. And there yes. are all religions and all many empires have been through Turkey. So if you go there, mm-hmm. you visit cultures. wonderful places and have, have, have learned a lot about history. Wow. And it's also very beautiful. Mm. Is it about as hot as here? I'm wondering about the temperatures. Uh. So, <laughs> so it's, it's a little bit nor- on the north of a the hemisphere. Cooler. So it's it's it definitely okay. cool. I mean, it's four <laughs> seasons. You know, right, in many right. parts you'll have with real winter, you'll have snow. Mm. Um, mm. The t- south part <laughs> where it's by the Mediterranean Sea, it's quite mild. You know, some right. winters are not nice. that bad. And here in here in Houston, we're like, now what is snow again? What is that stuff? <laughs> oh, what is a mountain? That big thing right there? What is it? What is it called? <laughs> What's a hill? You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> we're going to have to wrap up this segment. We'll get right back to you in a little bit, but we're going to end with a song called Alien Doctors. It was written by Mark, Cheyenne, and Hunter. So we'll, we'll get right back to you in a little bit. Nothing personal. <laughs> a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world. Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, 
things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to the program, Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids Network. We're here at Texas Children's and we're interviewing Dr. Akshu right now, who is actually my personal doctor. And we'll continue our conversation. Okay, so last we were talking about your home country, Turkey, and how you came over here and um, did your medical education here and got a job as a doctor. Right. And you have been doing that ever since. So let's start this one off going into your schooling in more detail. You came over here and went to several different universities, yes. it sounded like, to do different things. So what was the first one that you went to? I'm going to talk about that for a bit. So I went to University of Texas, the medical branch of, of, of University of Texas in Houston is at um, Herman Hospital. Okay. They, they um, I mean, there's a medical school, and right. I joined their residency program um, mm. in 1992. So between 1992 and 1995. Okay. That was my um, training to become a general pediatrician. Okay. So to, to, to that that was, so I you know I I loved working with kids when I mm. was in the medical school. Right. So that was. You know the decision. Just I'm, I'll I'll do something with kids mm. and teenagers, of course. Right. <laughs> so that that that's how it started, and 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 that's um, the first university that I've been part of. Okay. And after that, I you know to, to decided to go into oncology to to, to, mm. to 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 be a cancer specialist, cancer and hematology specialist. Okay. And, 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 and that's the whole training. Um, so that was also within University of Texas, but this time MD Anderson um, Cancer Center. Mm. So that was um, another um, four year of four years of training okay. to become uh, a hematologist oncologist mm. um, to, to treat cancer and blood disorders I in, see. In, in children. And have you treated and actually worked at any hospital other than Texas Children's? No. So, well, okay. as, as, uh, while you're training, you're working at the same time. Okay. So you're treating, but that's w- because it's training, it's under supervision. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you are um, being paid, you know, okay. and, 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 and you are, um, um, you're an employee, you know, okay. <laughs> you, you work at, at those places too, yes. Okay. Now, any reason for pediatric oncology as opposed to just What about children, not adults? What made you make that decision? Well... That's that. That was easy because I was always in a, in medical school, and then mm. in, in a, just in life, you know, with with, with my family, with mm. my cousins, 
it was always so easy for me to get in touch with them. You know, mm. it was always easy and fun for me to communicate um, right. with them. It wasn't hard with the adults, but mm. you know, it was more fun with children. With I mean, I always <laughs> found that easy. That even the youngest, you know, d- um, babies, d- 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 right. I, I would find ways to interact with them and do something with them. <laughs> And that, that, that I think, you know, um, in medical school made me okay. I just I'm going to keep just mm-hmm. working with this mm-hmm. sort of um, individuals and you right. know, human beings. And, um, and that, that, that was just more rewarding and, and yeah, fun I see. Um, for me. Now, as a resident, um, did you ever sleep? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious I, I, how, I, the, how the residency works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. I mean, so it just seems like... You just don't sleep. I mean, you're just <laughs> running around the clock. Well, that's that's especially in my time that mm. that, that was actually the case. And it, it depends on the rotation that you're doing. So I'm in sure. residency, you're just learning about different uh, um, different disciplines mm. of how to take care um, of a of a child. So you're mm. learning the basic principles. You know, just all um, um, of general care mm. when do they need shots what what kind of immunizations do they need right. what is normal growth and development in addition you know what kind of needs they have you know how do you help parents mm. um, to 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 help them grow their right. child what are the needs when they're a baby how to change a diaper starts right. from there absolutely huh. and I knew how to change a <laughs> diaper before I had a child mm. you know, and then in, in, the, the needs for a teenagers mm. you know, just, I mean, that's a completely different completely you know, different yeah. of, of their life so that the plus all the diseases, what kind of diseases mm, they can right. get from colds to infections and, and cancer. So you get right. a um, you know general um, education of that, and you do that in month rotations. Okay. So when you are in an intensive care unit rotation, you are on call every three days, and that was how my mm. training was. And you didn't sleep much, you know, mm. when you're on call, but you were off the next day. Okay. Um, so you would go home um, early at ten o'clock and then sleep in daytime. Sleep all day, right? And then come back the next 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 morning. Oh, I see. And but that's I mean that I never had a problem with sleep. Um, mm. I don't usually normally sleep a lot, and I usually <laughs> sleep six to seven hours a day, mm. and that's always been my routine. So that wasn't too hard. You know? mm. yeah. I I just remember being in the ICU and it's just like, how are you doing this? <laughs> it's like I'm sleeping and. I just keep seeing you. You're just going around the clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's uh, also a difficult s- specialty. That mm. you know, I see you doctors. It's and they 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 work a lot. They work very hard. Yeah. And 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 yes, they don't sleep much mm. <laughs> for the most part. Mm. <laughs> How much of your family also moved over here? Uh, none actually. <laughs> really. <laughs> so all of my you know previous families over there. Okay. So I'm I'm married. My wife is Turkish, and so we um knew each other over there but mm. we were just friends so right. she came here two years after I came here and then we married um, in 1997 mm. um, and then you know, um, we, we, we and our son was born here um, too but all of my you know previous family mm. my father my mother um, my um, two two brothers mm. um, they're all back there and ten cousins and mm. oh wow <laughs> what did your father do for a living what, what, what was his profession he, 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 he was a captain in the army oh and, I see and, and he um, after working f- 15 years in the army mm-hmm. he um, retired and then started um, working for the government okay. oh wow I'd like to ask one question about that your father being a captain in the army, was he involved in Desert Storm? No. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. No, that Desert Storm was after um, the time that he retired. Okay. I see. Yeah. Okay. My my grandfather was in the army and he fought okay. in the Korean War. You know, okay. Yeah. I've read I've read about these wars over there, so I'm g- okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm curious, yeah. Okay. okay, we'll get back to you in the next segment in a little bit. Yes. We're actually going to end this segment with a song, True Friends, written by Mary Jones, who's ten years old. Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel.
about the world concerns you. Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams, move forward, make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's kids and cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. Fifteen minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kid's perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Dominic Tabala. I'm Emily Freeman. And we were just interviewing Dr. Akchu. So let's get back to that. Yes. Now, um, you are part of the Long-Term Survivor Program, correct? That is correct. I just um, went into the program because I am mm-hmm. five years out. Actually, Well, actually six years out now. <laughs> and um, <laughs> So what is involved in that? I mean, what do you do exactly? That's so that's actually you know, a very important part of our cancer center, yeah. plus a very important part of my you know, daily um, life too. Sure. So I treat you know, um, patients mm. like you, you right. know, with brain tumors right. and some other tumors, some soft tissue tumors, mm. in, 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 in two days a week. That's my clinic. And then I do some other things, but about at least um, you know, a day of my week, 
goes to the survivorship program. Okay. So we have a very um, strong and busy survivorship program. Mm. We have a lot of patients. So when our patients meet that five year um, at the end after the end of therapy mark, yeah. we um, transfer their care to our very specialized survivorship program. Yeah. There are uh, two providers there, one physician and one nurse practitioner mm -hmm. whose expertise is to t take care of the needs of a patient who's five years out mm -hmm. from um, the, the, the treatment. So mm -hmm. at that time, the possibility of, of, of their cancer coming back is extremely low. So, right. so most of the Next time we stop doing scans or blood tests mm. looking for is the cancer coming back or not so that right. that usually ends okay. Okay. so the focus goes goes on to what kind of treatments they had mm. and what kind of side effects late effects they can have True. because of these treatments radiation right. therapy chemotherapy or even surgery you can have some side effects that mm. happen way after right. your, your treatment is finished so that's 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 the that's how the clinic works Mm. But we also do a lot of um, research, and that's mm. where I, you know, come in. So I'm the co-director right. of the research uh, program for the for the for the survivorship mm. um, clinic. So I, you know, think about what kind of what's the, what are the most important questions to ask, mm. what are the most important studies right. to conduct in that area, and I work with a you know wonderful group of um, researchers yeah. and, and to 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 develop new studies and also you know when we developed ideas to make sure I, they're executed mm. I find the right people to you know um, put the teams together right to, to do those um, studies right oh, okay okay that's really neat that's really neat now what type of person makes a good researcher obviously you but <laughs> yeah, what qualities does it help to have or does it take to have to be what you are I mean say somebody is interested um, in going into the program it's like I mean, how do, yeah. Well, so that's, that's a very good, good question. Mm. And, and of course, I have to think about it um, mm. a little bit. To, to, to do good research, and I, you know, I, we, we have a lot of trainees, and that's one of my most fun things to do mm. is also work with them, you know. Right. And, and that's one important thing. How do you teach someone how to do research, right? Yeah. So when I think about that, I always, you know, start with, okay, it has to be something that you're excited about. So something that, that you're interested that, in. That you're interested in. Yeah. So when you are thinking about it, you will have that adrenaline rush. Mm. And just you know, you're 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 just you 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 wanna you, you wanna want to do it. Right. You wanna, you're you motivated. Wanna, you wanna right. do it and you wanna find the most important answer to, to a very, very important, you mm. know, question. And when you do that, that's gonna mean something that's gonna change the life of a patient. Yeah. So for example, um, I'm very interested in figuring out why some patients have um, learning problems mm. after brain tumor treatment right. and some don't. And there's a var var variation in terms of, you know, some have it in a very se severe scale mm. and some have it in a very minimal scale, even right. though they, got this, they get the same treatment, mm. they have the same disease, everything else is being equal. Right. So that's, that's an unknown question and that sort of, you know, um, um, intrigues me. That that, right. that I I'd say it excites me. Mm. So you sit down to and just think about with um, many um, experts, you know, in the field. So one, you when you are doing research, you form hypotheses. You mm. you put right. there some 
you know plausible answers and what you do you you, you test that so you uh, mm. it, the quality of a person you know you have to know the methods mm. to, to, to answer those questions right. so I went through training you know extra training and I got a master's in public health so, so learned epidemiological methods to 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 answer these questions mm. so what 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 the hypothesis that we came with was the molecular epidemiology, and that's where that mm. molecular epidemiology um, aspect of my research, you know, part comes in. Right. So we think that people are different in mm. terms of um, ha- um, their genes. Right. So we all have our genes mm. in our little cells that determine what those cells to become. Mm. So you're born with um, these this information, which is you know. It's in the genes mm. of your cells that tell your um, cells this part of the that little tiny um, <laughs> baby piece mm. is going to become brain. The other mm. part is going to become arm. The other part is going to become your blue eyes mm. or you know brown hair. So all that is determined by your genes. Mm. So we also you know come you know to answer the, the come to this question the research question maybe. Some people have a severe learning problem after the radiation because of their genes. Mm. Because they, we all have different genes. Right. And there are some genes in our body, in our brain, that are responsible for handling the radiation mm. and, and the chemotherapy. Mm. How they break the effects of radiation. Right. So, and, 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 and you may have an A gene mm. that may just break the radiation um, effects in, 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 in a very efficient way, mm. okay, and um, Dominique may have uh, have the B gene, mm. which and and doesn't, and, so and well. doesn't work so <laughs> well. So you you get the same treatment, mm. and 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 you may have um, a much um, different learning problem, even mm. though you guys got the same same yeah. treatment. Mm. So what we do is we do this in um, a very um, wide scale. So with just with tiny one, you know, a drop of blood. Right. We can measure millions of genes mm, wow. and, and, and that which are different and then look at the differences between um, um, the patients um, mm. after treatment. Wow, that is crazy. We're going to end this segment with a song, Dream Big, written by Emily right here when she was 14 years old. All right. So we'll get right back to you after this.
15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to the program, Purple Songs Can Fly, on the Voice America Kids Network. We're here with Dr. Achu, and um, we'll continue our conversation. I won't take the start of this one. I sure. have some more questions about turkey. That's what I didn't get answered in the last one. And then Emily can ask more questions later. Okay. <laughs> You'll do that later. <laughs> okay. Now, I've never been to Turkey, so I've got lots. Um, first off, what did you do over there to play? As a child, did you have football? Uh-huh. I mean, what were some of your favorite sports or activities, hobbies? What did you do growing up? That's an awesome question. So, that uh, so first of all, you've never been to Turkey. Let me just pick up on that and just okay. and tell you that mm. there's a direct flight from Houston, Turkey right now, <laughs> and with Turkish Airlines, okay. and it's about a 12-hour flight. And it's in in when when the season is down, it's actually not a very expensive flight. It's a wonderful country to go to, to have oh. a vacation, and and just to put that in there, so that okay. you you start working with your parents about that. And okay. and I saw. And anyone you. who's listening, if you want to go to Turkey, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Um, when I was growing up, there was no, um, for initially actually, there was no TV. I mean, the first time okay. I remember TV mm. coming up, this is 19, I was born in 1965. Right. So first time we had TV, I was in, I think, first or second grade. Mm. Okay. And, and, and it was black and white. 
was right. actually fun. And m- our house was one of the first ones, so uh, all of the neighborhood kids would be there oh, watching TV really? with us. And, um, <laughs> really? Um, during, you know, certain days of the week. Yeah. But what did we do is we were outside. We were just playing. Mm. So soccer. I mean, just football, is that what okay. you meant? So um, um, we, we, I grew up playing soccer all mm. the time and in, in the neighborhood. And some other games too, of course. I'm mean, just you, you, right. you play other things, but I was on the street. I mean, and, and that's that's what we did, and 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 that was you know awesome. It it, it as of course you know you you as I was in you know middle school, high school, mm. I was spending the entire day in school. That was about thirty minutes drive from my home, right. and we we and this we, we had any sports that you can have. I mean, oh, just nice. from mm. high. Um, you call it high jumping? Just when you yeah. Do the yeah. The hurdles. Bl- the, um, oh, right. I, I don't know what that's called. Yeah. And you jump over the big thing? Yes. <laughs> yes. So I was jumping over okay. the big thing at an early age. <laughs> and then, you know, um, I played a lot of basketball. I was mm. in, you know, on the school team in both basketball and soccer. I was actually a goalie. I was oh, a really, really good goalie that, that I played, you know, for my school. We played, you know, um, um, internationals. Mm. Um, so doing, I did a lot of sports, yes. I really admire people who do sports. I mean... I have to say, whenever I played sports, I would just run from the ball. I mean, (laughs) my first ignition is not to kick it or hit it. I mean, it's like, no, run, run from it. (laughs) All my sisters have that, too. I don't get it. It's it's because you're an artist. You're you're a dancer and a musician, remember? Some some people are just not born to play with the ball. Do you remember some of your favorite foods? In Turkey? In Turkey. Anything that... But we I really sti- don't have here. I still eat them because we okay. cook. I, 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 I mean, my wife cooks. Okay. I have a good yeah. cook, and and there are a couple of Turkish restaurants. I mean, if, mm. if so, it, it it's um. So my favorite foods are the the vegetable and meat mixed mm. dishes. That is so in Turkey. It's it's all you can mix anything. You can have a whole or only vegetarian or mixed veg- veggie and meat. Um, dishes. So my favorites are the eggplant dishes that mm. usually baked eggplant with right. mincemeat in it and ton of other herbs, right. including garlic, which is yeah. one of our favorite ingredients yeah, in, in, in in food. Um, so um, like we have something called Imam Bayilde in tra- direct translation is the preacher passed out, mm. and it's oh just no! the, the, the traditional <laughs> saying is that whoever eats that you know in the past would pass out because it was just so delicious. Oh, okay. Um, so that, that, that's I can imagine. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. <laughs> oh goodness. And of course the kebabs, you know, just the these oh, meats, yes. and they're 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 also. Very good too, and the, mm. the Turkish restaurants here in town they do a very good job good? with those. Yeah. Okay, good. Mm. I have to visit one. <laughs> yeah. I strongly recommend the Turquoise Grill okay. and um, Nazif. Um, okay. Huh. Sounds beautiful. I know it's on your mind. <laughs> okay. Well, I have to eat lunch still. <laughs> okay. You can finish up the segment. We've got a few minutes left. I see. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Sure. So, Dr. Akshu, where do you see research going? Say five years from now. I mean. Do you see, you know, yeah, well, big breakthroughs or? Well, that's that's we always, of course, you know, work for and hope mm. for the the, the, the the breakthroughs. You know, in terms of you know what I do, you know, right. just the survivorship research. What we um, want to develop is by just using these, the, the member that mm. the, what we want to discover genes that we can then identify um, that 
we can say if you have the A gene, you are mm. going to develop learning problems. So let's mm. do something about it. Right. So we want to develop interventions. So once yes. we discover these genes, and we're doing s the studies right now mm. for learning problems, we're doing it for hearing loss, mm. um, we're doing for kidney injuries, mm. we're doing for different um, outcomes after cancer treatment. Right. Once we identify those, what we will do is we'll develop interventions. And that's mm. the most important thing, right? right. To do it, it doesn't matter if you find um, mm. um, why this is happening. You need to find something to fix it. Exactly. So that's where we are focusing right now to, mm. to develop interventions for, 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 for these um, outcomes to prevent them you know, mm. from happening. Well, Dr. Akshu, I just want to thank you again for being here. It has been a pleasure been a interviewing pleasure you. you. Very fun. Yes, very, very interesting. That, yes. That was just actually my pleasure and absolutely <laughs> lots of fun. I really want to do this again. Okay, well, you're welcome back here. <laughs> totally, anytime. totally. You work here. It's not much out of your way, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime. I mean, you okay. pass by the studio often. Absolutely. I, mean, just I can just knock, on the, knock, that, knock, knock at the door, door and just we can do this again. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. Well, Sounds this, good. That seriously, this that was fine. You guys are awesome. You guys both did an awesome it job. It was nice to meet you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> this last song, Emily. You want to announce it? Yes. This is a song by me, yes. and it's called <laughs> back. <laughs> it's called Back on Top. Please enjoy, and thank you for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice American Kids Network. Bye. Bye. Get back up on 
what you wanted to do You can't always go where you wanted to go You can't always stay where you wanted to stay But if you feel chained down Don't let it get to you Don't let it get to you Thanks for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly. We'll see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And remember, for more information about the Purple Songs Can Fly project, visit www.purplesongscanfly.org. We'll be back with more music next week. Now from the Kids Star album of the month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Manatee.
steps to fresh and salt water habitats. We're just gentle mammals looking to munch some grass. But we can't turn our heads to see above the left, right, or below. Or swim fast, so if your boat's in shallow water, you better go in slow. The shallow sea. Only place to be the shallow sea. The only place to be the shallow sea. The only place to be a manatee. That was the Wisp Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 